Welcome to the Hot Content Marketing Podcast, here to provide you with tips, tricks, inspiration, and advice on how to market your business online. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, this is the place for you, as I chat to each of our expert guests about what's working right now. Hi, Christine. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. No worries. I'm really, really excited about this uh, this particular topic. I think it's mm -hmm. going to be really, really helpful for, for a lot of people and probably for me as well, <laughs> from a selfish <laughs> point of view. Um, so we're going to talk about um, how people can get create more content basically out of the stuff that they're already doing, aren't we? Which I think Exactly. Is so important because I think everyone gets so overwhelmed don't they and uh, stressed by you know feeling under pressure to constantly create content and new content so it'd be great to dive into it absolutely um, but, yeah but first of all if you could just introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you and where you are at the moment because you're not in the UK are you obviously uh, not I was recently I was a few weeks ago but I'm not now <laughs> and I will be in March um, but no, right now, I so I'm Christine Gritman, and I run my own firm, and I say firm, but it's, it's just me, uh, Christine Gritman, Inc., and I help busy small business owners, especially like small little local businesses, I help them figure out social media. I don't do it for them. I help them figure out how to make it easier to do themselves and how to do it themselves more strategically because they don't have a ton of time or money to do a million things. So I help them figure out what's going to work and what's going to be easy and effective. Amazing. That just puts it, you know, you put that so well just in a nutshell. Um, so I think, yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot of people in this group that fall into that category for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so let's make a start. Where do you want to start with this uh, this whole process of creating content out of what we're already doing? Well one, well, one of the biggest problems that a lot of businesses have, and the thing that I hear all the time is they say, I know, I know I should be on social media. I know, I just, I just don't have time. Hmm. And, you know, the question is, well, what don't you have time for? And they say, well, I don't have time to come up with things to post and post them and to do all these hmm. things. And so um, one thing that I really try to emphasize, and a, and a huge part of the reason, by the way, why I don't do their social media for them anymore, why I want them to do it themselves, is because they don't realize they're already doing things that mm. people will find interesting. And they don't think that they will, because when, when you're in the thick of it, you feel like, oh, well, well, I'm just working. You know, you don't necessarily feel like what you're doing is going to be interesting to someone else and and it's also hard to figure out content there's also the mindset of all content should be selling something or showing your product or whatever and that's not true at all um so one thing so so yeah one thing that i help people with a lot is finding moments of content in what they're already doing and of course the tricky part with that is knowing what will and won't be interesting and knowing where to put it Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I just I totally that totally resonates with me because and I'm sure you'll be the same. Well, I suppose not necessarily if, if you're not doing it, you know, offering a done for you service. But I know what I have in the past and actually some of the, the most juicy, most interesting and engaging content is like you say, it comes from behind the scenes, actually seeing the human yeah, in the moment. 
in the moment stuff. But when you're doing it for people, you often don't get that. That doesn't get fed through to you for you to put out on social media. So yeah, I think it's, it's a great approach helping people to do it themselves because you, you're sort of cutting out that middleman and hopefully they can get that content out there. So how do you actually recommend, I mean, people might think, particularly people who feel that they're in a boring business, because mm-hmm. um, there's quite a lot of people who, who have that predicament and they struggle to create content for that. They need new jobs. No, just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is that. Um, but, you know, if they're going to meetings or if they're just literally sat at their desk for a lot of the day, mm-hmm. what kind of things can they do to create good content? Absolutely. Well, part of that depends on, um, well, really all of it depends on who you're speaking to and what you want them to think of you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, a, and a lot of times, uh, I mean, so much of it depends on the type of business you're in. So let me sort of break it down into yeah. a, a few different types of business. Mm-hmm. Um, the hardest thing is the one that you just mentioned, which is someone who's just kind of sitting at their desk all day Maybe they're a consultant of some sort. They order some sort. They offer some sort of professional service. Maybe it's even B two B. So they wonder, you know, how am I going to present this in an engaging way on social media? Yeah. And um, this is going to sound counterintuitive. So okay. stay with me here. Um, yeah. Video can actually be great for that. And people say, well, you know, video of me sitting at my desk. No, not video of you sitting at your desk. And people say, well, if, if it's not video of me t- sitting at my desk, it's not something I'm already doing. But what I mean by that is you can take conversations or situations that have arisen in your, do- in your course of business and just take five minutes and just slap together a video retelling that story. Say, hey, I had, a- I mean, with confidentiality in mind, of course, but things like, you know, hey, I just had a conversation with the client and you can even make up the client or you can change the details or whatever so that it doesn't run into any issues. You can say, hey, I, I have people ask me all the time about this particular issue. And so here's what I tell them. Boom. Because it's great because you actually have input coming into you all the time mm-hmm. as a professional. You know what people are curious about you know their pain points because they're coming to you with them. So you might as well, so you can fairly assume that other people have the same pain points as well. So, you know, throw that out there. Say, people ask me this question all the time. Here's what I tell them. Boom, very simple. You don't have to create, you don't have to worry too much about creating something around that. You can literally just take a few minutes, very straightforward, one-on-one, video and what that does is it establishes thought ex- thought leadership it shows that you know your stuff mm-hmm. it helps people to know like and trust you i always love that know like trust phrase but they know you because they see you they like you because you're helping them out and they trust you because what you said makes sense mm-hmm. and you know then people sometimes have the worry of oh if i'm giving out my best advice for free why would they call me well that's the point that's why they'll call you because you gave them good advice um, so that's something that a more boring business can do. Another thing a, bo- a um, less visually active business can do is highlight employees, highlight people who work there. It's always kind of nice to have a human side, especially the drier your business is, the more that human side can do for you. Hey, we have humans here who are working together in the office to serve you. 
It can be little profiles on people, which doesn't take long to put together. Or if you don't even want to go to that level of trouble, even the most boring office occasionally has like a little birthday party or like something interesting happens. And, you know, put that out there. Show the human side of what the day-to-day at your business looks like. And it, automat- it automatically makes your business more interesting because other businesses probably do what your business does, but nobody else does it with your people. That's your only difference. That's your only true point of difference that you can always cling to. No one else is you and has your people. So use that. Give Amazing. them somebody to connect to. Amazing. So we've taken, and I can visualize it, a really boring office. We have already got two great ideas there. So yeah, like if, like you said, an email comes in, somebody's asking you a question, turn it into a video. You could even turn that into a blog, couldn't you? It could give you the yes. link for the beginning of the blog. Um, yeah, you could even be in uh, the office having a conversation with a colleague about a topic that's quite, you know, current or really relevant to the industry that you're in. And that could spark, yeah, another blog or video. That's huge. And people say, you know, people might hear that and say, but I don't have time to go do a video. Yeah, you do. It takes mm-hmm. like two minutes. It shouldn't be a long video anyway. Don't worry about editing it or getting it perfect. Just whip out your smartphone and do it. And the smaller and more locally based your business is, the more you can get away with things like um, having it be really rough. Mm. Because people find it a lot more relatable and it really emphasizes that you're not this big, you know, corporation in some ivory tower somewhere. You are a human who's in their community, who's right there, who's just like them. And they're getting you raw. Mm. And that's huge. Yeah, definitely. Um, so can totally see how there's lots of different options in, in that kind of environment. What if people are um, out and about a bit more? What, always, what I always struggle with is, especially if you're, well, particularly if you're B2B and you're out and about, you are doing interesting things. You might be having meetings with interesting people, um, but you don't always necessarily know whether you can talk about them or how much you should shout about it on social media. What sort of advice would you give to people in that predicament? Well, if it's not too much of a dead giveaway, you could show um, something cool about the area that you're in for the meeting. So you may not want to say, hey, I'm meeting with um, with Natalie. <laughs> you may say, um, oh, this area is... is you know, take a picture of something beautiful in the area or something interesting in the area. People can glom onto that and grab it. Um, so much the better if you can somehow connect it to what you do. Um, yeah. <laughs> like for me, my a huge part of my own personal brand, and I, I'm a little bit known locally, um, people follow me and they see that I love little mom and pop businesses. So if I'm in a totally different town, and I, I don't want to talk about who I'm meeting with there, I can at least be like, oh, I love that I popped into this little local coffee shop in this town. Um, so it's still on brand for me. It's still relevant. Um, but it's not necessarily giving away what I'm doing. And I have an, and I had a client who, um, she worked for a steel manufacturing uh, company. Okay. And she was able to, to some degree, talk about... Um, this was a contract they had already they'd already earned this contract with um, the Metropolitan Transportation Authority in New York City. 
So she was she wasn't able to talk about the project. She wasn't able to show the project, but she was able to show pictures of the building and say, you know, oh, MTA headquarters has the coolest mural outside or something like that. Or um or even better, show something that was actually made of steel that was near there. Yeah. Yeah. So she was able to do that without giving away confidential details of her project. But since she was free to mention the client, she was able to do that. And, and that was cool because it did a few things. It gave people something that they were familiar with to latch on to. Mm -hmm. It showed them something cool they might not otherwise see because most people haven't been to headquarters. Mm -hmm. And it also made her look good because that's a huge company to be landing. So um, it, it really functioned on multiple fronts and all she had to do is I'm like, all you need to do is just take a picture outside the building. It's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Cause she was there anyway. It just gets people's, uh, it gets people curious, doesn't it? And I guess from what you're saying, it's about finding that angle, isn't it? So it's not necessarily, you don't have to say I'm meeting such and such at, and we're talking about this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just find find a bit of an angle to kind of whet people's appetite a little bit. Absolutely. Um, and I guess, well, I guess there are situations where it is okay to to shout about. I mean, like, obviously, we've, we've done this, you know, probably loads, and we, we were both at Marketed Live, and, you know, people taking selfies together and sort of, hooking up with people and mentioning that they, they were together at this conference. So a lot of the time there is a lot you can do around that. And I know some people did like live video and stuff like that. Um, and cross promotion to, to, to the yeah. point of what you said, I've gotten a great response when I've just been to local networking meetings or business meetings or whatever. And I've tagged the people I'm with who are with other businesses that just exposed me to their audience, especially if they then reshare it, which they often do. It helps everybody to be seen as active in their business community. Excellent. So yeah, that applies to you know conferences and networking, doesn't it? As you say. Um, lovely. Sorry, I'm just scribbling notes down. I like to scribble things down. The more notes I have, the better. That's um, fine. And I deliberately started with the hardest business to figure out content for. Yeah. We can move on to to easier types of content to find for other businesses whenever. But uh, but yeah, but this is a tricky one for a lot of people. Yeah. You don't do something that's that's shown. Exactly. I think, and I think it's great that we're covering this this type of business because there are so many of us. I mean, I feel like that in my business. I'm sort of. Um, you know b2b and and it is hard to think of content um so i think it's it's great that we're covering that is there what about people who can talk about the fact that they've met up with another company for a, a chat or whatever else or met with a, an important individual for a meeting they want to talk about it and they can yeah what if they don't feel comfortable kind of taking a selfie with <laughs> with the person that they're meeting is there anything else that they can do to kind of get the message across that they're having this meeting without taking a shameless selfie. Yeah. Well, I'm all for the shameless selfies, but the fact is, I mean, that's my brand. That's not everyone's. Um, not everyone yeah. is so face forward, um, but you can, you can do pictures of the headquarters. If there's anything around that is branded in their office, mm -hmm. if there's anything with that brand name on it, especially if it's something interesting or cute, post a picture of that, you know, post a picture of a mug with the company logo on it. And say, you know, having a coffee with blah, blah, blah industries. Um, that's something that's easy to do. Um, also, if you're comfortable getting on video with them for a quick chat, that, that's always nice. Um, even if it's really quick, even if it's literally just you and them saying, hey, I'm here with so-and-so from such-and-such company. 
see. We're so excited to work together. They'll hop in and say, yeah, I think this is a great fit because blah, blah, blah. That's two seconds of your day. That is less than a minute of your day. In total, you know, making sure you're in the right place and not being awkward, maybe it's five minutes. It shouldn't be five minutes. Um, so just anything that you can say. Um, but yeah, looking for branded merchandise, any place the brand logo is visible is a really, really easy way yeah, to I might uh, communicate that sort of thing. Yeah, because even if you're, even if you're comfortable doing a selfie or whatever the other person isn't always and then it feels like asking them so i love the way that there are ways around that that's really about their brand anyway so go for it i've also sometimes been um one thing i'm kind of fond of if i'm at a big i'm a, I'm a member of a few kind of larger networking groups and they sometimes have you know occasional meetings and so sometimes i'll i'll do a really low angle picture where I'm focused on my own like notebook and pen and cup of coffee, but you can see beyond me sort of fuzzed out that there's a whole big conference table and no one is visible. But then I'll say in my caption, I'm excited to be at this meeting with all these great people. Um, A little less generic than that. I'm excited to be at the meeting of this particular group (laughs) talking about this topic with these great people. And a lot of times people who were at the meeting, whether I tagged them or not, and again, I'm not tagging their faces. I'm just tagging them right there. A lot of times people who are at the meeting will chime in on the comments and say, oh, that was a great meeting. Oh, I loved seeing you this morning. Oh, I liked what you said about this. Sometimes they'll even share it. So really, it does almost the same thing a selfie would do. And you don't have to show any faces. Oh, I love that we have a selfie alternative. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's important to have. I mean, I'm always going to say, put your face out there because then you're recognizable in the community and thus whatever you put out there does double duty because not only is it out there, but then when people see you out there, they recognize you from your content and it builds and it's an additional brand touch. Just you being out in the world, being seen by a human becomes an additional brand touch because they know yeah. that they associate you with that brand. So I'm all for the selfies, but not everyone is comfortable with that and that's not appropriate for every business so that's fine (laughs) yeah something that's just occurred to me is i suppose we most of us anyway spend the the most of our day best part of our day actually doing work yeah client work i'm just trying to think if there's any ways that people can use that as social media or or content in general Um, when it might be they don't obviously want to disclose huge amount of a huge amount of detail about what they're doing. Well, I'm going to create a piece of content right now by taking a picture of our screen here. I love it. <laughs> so that one, two, three. Oh, wait a second! I have a stupid notification in my corner from Facebook. Once that goes away, go away. Okay. I just switched all mine off um, under instruction from Andrew and Pete, and I can't I tell know, you it's changed my life already. I know, but Chrome has been messing with me lately. All right, so let's do this one, two, three. And there's my Instagram post this morning. Just said, just saying, had a great time chatting with Natalie from Hot Content UK about creating content, and um, it's it's exclusive for members of her group. So check that out. Amazing, yeah. Because yeah, I totally get in that. That's quite visual. Is there anything that people could do that isn't? That isn't visual. If they, if they want to talk about their work, I'm just trying to think if there's anything. Well, Twitter, Twitter certainly doesn't have to be visual. Um, yeah. I, 
or or it could be visual with a gif or something <laughs> but yeah um something like that um also even a facebook post just geotagging yourself somewhere i have i have several i know a lot of people who are realtors and one of my friends um is really good she tags herself at lawyers offices and she's like i've had another closing and that mm -hmm. says that she has finished a sale which is great and it, and it shows where she is it shows that she's in our community and the fact that she keeps being at closings in our community shows that she's doing a great job selling houses in our community yeah. um the it, it's also good for the lawyers she uses because the fact is i've noticed that she tends to be at the same lawyer offices quite a lot and that to, that has given me a positive impression of those lawyers because mm -hmm. this person whose brand I already know, like, and trust knows, likes, and trusts them because she works with them all the time. Mm -hmm. and, and it's great because there doesn't need to be a picture. There don't need to be any identifying details about her client or anything. Um, sometimes she'll, you know, post from the closing and she'll say, you know, just sold a beautiful three-bedroom house in Spring Valley. That's fine. That's not identifying information. Um, and sometimes she'll get more specific with it. And of course, you know, then she'll have a client like me last week where I'll post, you know, a boomerang video of us toasting with champagne after my closing. Yeah. <laughs> of course she shares that, you know, because if, if you have someone, if you're working with someone who is comfortable with you sharing that type of content, do, that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, even just merely geotagging, saying where you are and what you're doing, it doesn't have to have any visuals at all. It's something you're you're already there, and it shows that you're active. Exactly, I love that one. That is yeah. so. I can see how that would be really effective without you having to worry about putting a huge amount of detail in and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that, that could use that. How do you? Um, do you how do you personally because I think we all get kind of swept up in our day don't we and yes. it's so easy to just jump from one thing to the next and kind of have a vague idea in the back of our head that we should be thinking about content but just ignore it and carry on with what we're doing do you have any techniques or tips ways to kind of make yourself check think when there's a particular opportunity for content i mean i well, guess some people might just kind of scribble it down but yeah how do you keep it at the front of i'm mind? truly terrible at this so do as i say not <laughs> as I okay but a few things that i would recommend is first of all um you don't have to have it you don't have to have something as formalized as a content calendar but it is good to have a real sense of things coming up where you really should post something on that day. You know, maybe there's a, a big, maybe there's a conference, maybe there's a big local event, maybe there's something, maybe even just, you know, an interesting meeting. Just have in the back of your brain, I should post something from that. And then also when you find moments of content just randomly out there on the street that aren't really time sensitive, they're not based on like, I had a meeting today. It's more like, hey, I noticed this thing locally while I was out and about that's relevant. Sometimes you can save that. Sometimes you can put that in your pocket and you can say, well, I'm going to a big meeting later. So that's definitely gonna be content that I'm creating for today. I'm gonna to put this thing, hey, there's a new restaurant opening up in town. Just noticed that. I'm gonna put that in my pocket because I don't need that today because I'm going to that big meeting today and I'll be posting about that. Maybe I'll post about this restaurant that I just noticed is opening tomorrow. 
You know, sometimes you can put things in your pocket that are maybe a little less time sensitive um, and save them for times when you maybe won't have as many natural opportunities for content. Uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you tend to find that things pop into your head and then you get distracted and forget them? Absolutely. So sometimes yeah. you can... Um, well, one thing that's great for that is a scheduling program like Buffer or Hootsuite or something of that nature, because the fact is you can put the thing together when you're thinking of it, even if it's not the right time to post it. Um, I, I do that sometimes. I'll see a tweet that I want to retweet. Um, and I'll realize I was like, oh, but, but I just tweeted a whole bunch. You know what? I'm going to schedule that to retweet in like two hours. I mean, it doesn't, it's not a huge amount of time, but it's there. And, and I just had that the other, I have, I have like three Instagram accounts <laughs> and one of them is based on my new house no. and I just posted something um, on it. And then I realized I said, oh, oh, I also got that thing today. I don't want to forget about that. So I just sort of put together a post for it in Hootsuite um, so that it's there. And um, I, I was able to just post it later. Um, so it wasn't one on top of the other, but I didn't forget. I was able to put it together in the moment that I was thinking of it without forgetting later. Yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. Because you never remember when it's time to do it. No, I always wake up in the middle of the night, and, or not wake up because of it, but if I'm lying awake in the middle of the night, that's when I think of all these things. And I should probably have, yeah, I probably should just put it on my phone or put it where else I'll have a notepad, but... You should, you should do some remember. night owl hootsweeting. Yes, <laughs> that is what I need to do. <laughs> Definitely. So what do you think is kind of, obviously you love video. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think is, is really working right now and what are you kind of using most to get your content out there? Um, I haven't been doing as much video lately and I really should because the reason I love video is because all you have to do is be. You don't have to overthink it. You can literally just say something into a camera and post it. It's even easier than just typing it out. Um, but another thing, I do love Instagram. I feel like Instagram's a lot of fun. It's fun to specifically look for beauty. Uh, my main Instagram account, C. Gritman, um, there's always something red in the picture because red is my brand mm -hmm. color and red is my favorite color. And I do legitimately notice red things all over the place. So there's usually something red in there. So it's very interesting to sometimes almost have to frame that to be like, oh, there's nothing red here, but I want to make sure that I post something about it. Let's get my notebook in there or <laughs> <laughs> my nails are done. Let's make my hand be in there. <laughs> um, so that could be kind of a fun, creative challenge. Um, but I do like Instagram a lot. Um, Twitter, I don't have a strategy at all. Twitter, I'm extremely seat of my pants, so we'll skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Facebook, I've gotten more into sharing other people's content lately. Okay. And I think that that's another really good point um, about creating content out of what you're already doing. Hopefully, if you're sufficiently interested in what it is that you do, you're reading other things about it. You're geeking out on it a little. You're seeing what other people in your space are doing. You're seeing what people are saying about your industry. And um, if it's something that's of value, go ahead and share it. But make sure if you're going to share content, 
make sure that you include your own comment about why it's interesting or bring an additional piece of knowledge to the table. Because if you just do a straight share, that's kind of useless. It barely, it, it doesn't even properly count as content. But if you see something in the course of hopefully enjoyable reading about what you're already doing and what you're already into and you share it, bring additional value. Say, you know, here's why I'm sharing this with you. Here's why I found this interesting. Here's what I think. Yeah. Sort of curating. Yeah. Curating. Content. Yeah. Curated content is a really, really great shortcut for um, the overly busy doesn't have time to create content uh, person, especially an entrepreneur. But uh, you can't you can't do just that. You don't want to rely too heavily on that. But the fact is, you know, it's there. And if you can bring value to it, you kind of have created something. Yeah, definitely. That's another great one. So we started with um, more kind of B to the example of a more B to B boring business. <laughs> Would you have anything to add if we were talking about more of a B2C or not even necessarily B2C, but a, a business where it might be a little bit easier to be a bit more visual. And Absolutely. One really big thing, and people have very different feelings on this, but mm -hmm. when it comes to um, what something that's consumer-based, a restaurant, a shop, anything of that nature, I really strongly discourage use of stock imagery or if you're a boutique or something, let's say you're a, a little clothing shop in town and you, you put up the manufacturer's picture of this dress that you're selling, I discourage that as well. I really feel like your ultimate goal is to get people to go to you. They can yeah. get this thing elsewhere. You know, you can get a pizza at a whole lot of different places. So don't just show me a picture of a generic pizza. Show mm. me a picture of your pizza in your restaurant or with one of your customers eating it or, or your chef, you know, putting something on it. If, if yes. you're a boutique, show me, you don't even necessarily, I mean, if you've got an employee who looks great in it, fine, show me your employee wearing it. That's great. But um, another great thing to do is to put it with other things from your shop. And thus you're not selling this dress that someone could order online. You are selling your taste. And the fact that um, you have other great stuff that they can put with that dress and it's here. Or they can assemble an interesting gift with these various items that you carry in your shop. Um, yeah, just real. And, and another, another thing is, um, again, the interesting behind the scenes. I did some, I, I consulted with a print shop recently. And yeah, they could all day just kind of show pictures of things they're printing for other people. But they've started having a lot of fun on Instagram with things like the, the little cut off edges and how cool and pretty those sort of look. Right. Sometimes they even just because they are very, you know, they notice color in the world very keenly because they've got very well trained eyes for color. So they really notice it and embrace it. Sometimes they'll just post a gorgeous color of something mm. that they saw in nature. Yeah. And that's still relevant to what they do because what they do is visual and conveying things in a vibrant and interesting way. Um, so sometimes they'll do things like that. They've even shown black and white where it's just kind of the sides of a whole bunch of paper stacked up. And it's such a beautiful visual. And I love that they can see things in that way because it really does. Um, 
it's yeah. it's something that a lot of people just take for granted the things that you see every day in the course of your work might actually look really cool to other people yeah i think it's about being bold as well isn't it i know where we live um like on the edge of the lake district gorgeous and lovely mountains and gorgeous scenery and I can't remember exactly, I think it might have been a company called Herdy and they produced these gorgeous little stuffed toys um, which look like the Herdwick sheep which are um, native to that area and they took photographs of them on top of various mountains, you know these little teddies and <laughs> I think there was another like a crystal company around here that, that did a similar thing, um, got I some great that. PR off it and, um, and stuff like that and and even like Holiday Cottage Company has mm -hmm. put a bed in Lake Windermere and sort of posed on this bed with two bedside tables and a lamp actually in the lake. That's <laughs> hilarious. So it's brilliant. If you have a, a product and you can really tie it to the, the particular area, can't you, or theme, there's so much you can do with it. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. Give people a reason why you. Because again, mm. anything that you're doing, anything that you're selling, even something you're producing, there's someone who probably has something very similar. Mm -hmm. So the point of difference doesn't necessarily lie as much with the product as it does with who's producing it, what the story around it is. Mm. You know, be you, you mentioned be bold. Be bold enough to find yourself interesting. Yes. And, and other people will. <laughs> and that's huge. Oh, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, I, I just think there's so many great tips in there. I can't wait to kind of put this into a little post because there's some really sort of standout things in there. Um, I think people will get a lot of value for that. So um, thank you so much. And would you kind of like to let people know where they can connect with you and where they can find um, find out more? Sure. I'm on lots of social media, of course. Um, my name is Christine Gray. Gritman, and that's G-R-I-T-M-O-N. A lot of people want to put an A in there. Um, and I'm the only Christine Gritman in the world, from what I can tell, on the internet, which is great. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and my maiden name, there actually was someone else with my maiden name. So when I changed it 10 years ago, I, I, I got my own name. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm at christine.gritman.com. I'm Christine Gritman, Inc. on Facebook. I'm C. Gritman on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, that's that's pretty, I don't snap. I'm a little too old to snap. I have Snapchat, <laughs> but I don't really use it. <laughs> I My kids just use it for the playing around with the filters. And the, exactly, um, it's but, all about the filters. Yeah. But now all the, now all the other platforms have filters too. They're, they're just trying yeah. to get Yeah. Trying to hammer Snapchat into the ground with their crazy filters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much, Christy. It's been great to chat to you. And Thanks um, for having yeah, me. Take care. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.